So you had to take a piss while at the XFL game, eh? Oh, fucking Alexander! That's where the dicks hang out. Oh, that's right. Taylor told me you're helping with clean up here now, eh? You shake more than once. We know what you're doing. How long have you been at it? 48 fiscal hours. Boy, that's more than enough time to see a nightmare or two around here, eh? Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the toilet. Huh? Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the toilet. Uh, is that right? You think that's bad, you should see the Uranus. Huh? You think that's bad, you should see the Uranus. They get pretty hairy over there. Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the Uranus. What? Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the Uranus. Fuck. Uh, duh. Well, how do you think it got there? I don't remember how I said sometimes there's shit on the outside of the toilet. Yeah. Well, I bet the shit got on the outside of the Uranus the same way the shit got on the outside of the toilet. Isn't that something? This piss now streaming. Wayne? No. Hurry now, not so bad good news. Alexander! There. You're Canadian. In here. European. Oh, shit. Looks like someone unswallowed over there. You think that's bad? Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the toilet. Huh? You think that's bad? Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the toilet. Well, I spray the seat from time to time when I got crap on top. But I never miss the bowl entirely. Fucking degens need to mind their scruples. You think that's bad? You see the Uranus. Huh? You think that's bad? You see the Uranus. Hmm. Pretty hairy over there. Sometimes there's shit on the outside of the Uranus. What? Sometimes there's shit. On the outside of the Uranus. How the fuck did shit get there? Remember how I said sometimes there's shit on the outside of the toilet? Feels like you told me that nearly a year ago now. Yeah, we're kind of burning daylight here, eh? Mm-hmm. I bet the shit get on the outside of the Uranus the same way the shit got on the outside of the toilet. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter at RoyDog underscore 13. That is R-O-Y-D-A-W-G underscore 1-3. This is episode 83. This is the official start for season two of NFL. And what are we doing today? Oh, well, we're... uh Going to be going through some AFC and NFC North depth charts real quick. Uh, get everybody kind of up to date, up to speed. What's going on? What we kind of see. <clears throat> take a look at the team's free agents and where they may want to take a look in free agency as well as this year's NFL draft. So, without further ado, let's get going. Starting AFC North, we are in Baltimore. We start with the Ravens offense. <sighs> nothing really much is changing. Nothing is changing as far as coaching is concerned. Um, do have some free agents, uh, wide receiver-wise. You know, nothing that's really going to affect them too much outside of 
you know, depth. Uh, leading that charge is going to be Chris Moore, uh, followed by Seth Roberts and DeAnthony Thomas. Look, they're good for backups. They're nothing more, nothing less. Um, they're probably better off without them uh, and trying to actually upgrade behind Marquise Brown, Willie Sneed, and Miles Boykin. Moving along the line, we do have some free agents across that offensive line. Hieronis Grisou, backup center, and backup tight, uh, tight end. Outside uh, right tackle, Andre Smith. Again, the starters are pretty good. Maybe they may want to upgrade where Bradley Bozeman is at left guard. But outside of that, all they really need is, you know, maybe get some a little bit more depth. Um, takes a lot out of an offensive line to do the amount of run blocking that they do. Um, so really, when you look at it, um, you want to make sure that you're, you're good and ready for the season. You want to make sure that you have those backups and capable backups as well. Um, but this team is still pretty stacked. This should make a pretty decent run this year. Uh, outside of you know any injuries, you got Robert Griffin the third still going to be backing up Lamar Jackson with Trace McSorley. They could take a look at a quarterback um, to upgrade from Robert Griffin, but I mean, really out there, um, there's not going to be much of anything that's going to be better for them. Uh, I did actually just add, because I just kind of overlooked it, um, <clears throat> back up at running back. You do have Mark Ingram. He will be entering another, being another year older. Uh, Gus Edwards and Justice Hill would be the backups. Now, whether or not they believe in Gus Edwards is kind of the question here uh, for long term. So looking long term, whether or not they're going to get Justice Hill involved, um, you either upgrade from Justice Hill and Gus Edwards or you get somebody to actually back them up um, so that they can split duties once Mark Ingram actually will retire at some point. Um, unless, of course, he pulls a Frank Gore and stays in the league for 30 years. But uh, moving along to defense, <coughs> team does have free agents. This is where they really need to focus on their free agent pool, uh, their own free agent pool. Because um, they do have uh, three safeties that are free agents. They are backups, um, but they do need to upgrade at the starting uh, strong safety because Tony Jefferson just isn't getting it done. Um, and I don't really believe in Chuck Clark, his backup, so um, we'll see what happens there. They do need depth in the, in the cornerback positions. You will have Jimmy Smith hitting free agency. Just let him go. He's been deteriorating over the last couple of years. So see that. But you do need backups for guys like Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey, um, out of the slot. Linebackers, uh, all four starting linebackers are actually free agents. And they have uh, Jihad Ward, uh, the backup, one of the backups for Pernal, uh Pernell Murphy at outs right outside linebacker. So they're going to need to either re-sign these guys or upgrade. Uh, Patrick Anwasser, 
He's the guy that I would probably upgrade from at right inside linebacker. But uh, other than that, if they could sign their own guys back, look pretty solid in the in the linebacking core along the front lines. Uh, you do have Michael Pierce, who did drop down from last year's rating ratings at nose tackle. Um, he's a free agent. Still good, just not as elite as what he was last year where he was actually shaded in dark blue. And then uh, you'll have the backups, Justin Ellis and D'Amato Pecco, um, who are free agents. So they're going to need to fill in. I would see them probably focus a lot more on the defensive positions outside of probably wide receiver, maybe pick up a uh, veteran running back. They could do that with the wide receivers too and just kind of upgrade, but um, they're not going to really need too much because their focus is more on the running game than it is the passing game. So, but uh, you want to keep these other defenses off balance. You're going to have you're going to have to get Lamar Jackson throwing a bit more. So, moving on to Cincinnati. Um, even though he rates out, he rates out pretty decent. We do know that Andy Dalton's going to be gone here probably at some point, if not just backing up his um, his heir apparent. Um, oh, excuse me. I don't know what the hell's going on with my eye. But uh, we know what's going on. Cincinnati's going to take quarterback right number one. Don't blame him. But they need to upgrade to uh, get another wide receiver if they're not planning on re-signing A.J. Green. I think they're clearly happy just letting him go, uh, considering that uh, he really hasn't been healthy the last couple of years. So I would expect that to happen. Uh, They do need to upgrade at tight end. I think it's time to just let Tyler Eifert go. C.J. Uzuma has not been great. Um, he's been good enough to keep Drew Sample off the field for the most part, but, I mean, what's that telling you? Is that telling you that C.J. Uzuma is good or is the Drew Sample might not be that great? Well, it's still a rookie tight end. Um, they could probably use another tight end in there. Um Unless they keep, unless they decide to keep Uzma and still work Drew Sample into the passing game, but uh, we'll see what happens there. Along the offensive line, uh, still needs work. Cordy Glenn did his thing at left tackle, but I'd like to see Jonah Williams, who is slated right now at right guard. Um, <clears throat> I'd like to see Jonah Williams come back over and take over that left tackle spot. Uh, since he will be healthy coming into the uh, this offseason. Get his work, uh, show that he was worth the number one pick for the Cincinnati Bengals last year. Um, I'd also like to see Billy Price actually go back to his center position if they were able to do that, move Cordy Glenn over to the guard position. That should only help him. Um, and then possibly move, like, say, Trey Hopkins out. Um or even re-sign John Jerry and maybe put him at guard. But um, other than that, if they don't do that, they will need 
<laughs> they will need upgrades at offensive guard and offensive tackle. Uh, just continue to build the line. Uh, we did see what Joe Mixon did with a you know really subpar offensive line this last season. You build that up, he's only going to get better, and you're going to need to protect that new quarterback that you got coming in here. So that's what I would expect. Real focus on the offensive line. Uh, like I said, take a look at t- wide receiver, tight end. Not nearly as important, so they're on the back end. But, um, you know, offensive line is the most important outside of the defense. Uh, you have a- Andrew Billings, D-tackle. He's a free agent. If they resign him, great. Uh, he rates out pretty decent. Um, other than, say, maybe a backup at D-end or, t- or D-tackle, they should be good across the offensive line. Now, the Cincinnati Bengals also only employ, for the most part, because they run kind of this hybrid nickel system. Um, so they usually are running out two linebackers. Looks, you know, like a hybrid four-three-five-two, for the most part. Um, their linebacking core is just absolute garbage. You have Nick Vigil. Um, from the strong side, he's actually a free agent. So is one of his backups in Leroy Reynolds. Uh, they can both go. Uh, they're not very good whatsoever. Hardy Nickerson is listed basically as a backup at the other linebacker position. He just hasn't really gotten anything done. Um, you have Darquise Darnard, who's kind of that slot nickel corner. Works in as kind of a safety as well. Um, he's good, uh, but he's a free agent. They would probably be wise to keep him. Upgrade at the safety positions and definitely upgrade at the cornerback positions. And, I mean, that's from starter all the way through the you know back-end backups. So a lot of work. A lot of work for the Cincinnati Bengals this offseason. We're going to. Definitely pay attention to that, see what kind of moves they make in free agency before we hit the draft. Moving on to Cleveland. Wow, what a shit show that was. I don't think it's going to get much better either. Cleveland Browns uh, hired Kevin Stefanski, the offensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings. Um, We know that Stefanski wasn't really running the offense. (laughs) I mean, he, he was listed as the offensive coordinator. But um, definitely, definitely knew that Gary Kubiak, you know, was the one really pulling the strings there. So this will be interesting to see. Now, if if Stefanski actually goes with that same style system, that could be great for Nick Chubb. Um, As long as they kind of build up along that offensive line. Uh, You have Greg Robinson at left tackle. That is a free agent. Other than that, everybody else is... Uh, sign they're good um, but they're going to want to upgrade it probably right guard uh, right tackle if not maybe draft a left tackle and move Robinson back over to the right hand side <clears throat> they could use could use a couple more probably wide receivers you have Rashad Higgins that's going to hit free agency um, they picked up Damian Ratley he's not any good and uh, Kadero Hodge is terrible. And the funny thing is I forgot that uh, because 
you know, we don't really utilize, they didn't really utilize him too much. That Taewon Taylor came over from Tennessee, and then uh, uh, Green Bay cast off Jamon Morris actually over there, which is terrible. That just tells you everything that you need to know about that wide receiving core. So they're going to want to upgrade there. Um, don't really need anything at running back. I haven't listed anything. Now, we do have to pay attention to what's going on with Kareem Hunt. Um, got pulled over for, you know, uh, marijuana possession um, over there in Ohio. So we'll have to see if he gets suspended again. Um, but that's kind of a wait-and-see approach. They could actually, they probably do want to uh, move up from Dontrell Hilliard to Ernest Johnson as the backups, though. Uh, let's see. Quarterback should be fine. Probably will pull in a free agent quarterback. Um, move on from Drew Stanton. Uh, they still have Garrett Gilbert there too, but uh, probably bring in a veteran just to kind of push Baker Mayfield a little bit. Kind of, you know, put a fire under his ass. Make sure that he's keeping his head on straight, but who knows? It's Baker Mayfield. He could absolutely implode uh this year it's kind of a make or break i mean he did well his rookie season and then you get in the year two and he had that sharp decline he's rated good he'll be rated good based on the pff ratings but i mean we saw the play it wasn't all that great uh they will i would think that they would definitely look at a new place kicker Austin Siebert is just not that good. Um, there's going to be plenty, you know, plenty of kickers out there. A couple of free agent kickers. I think the Packers actually Mason Crosby's a uh, free agent, and so is Dan Bailey. I wouldn't be surprised if they go after Mason Crosby. I don't know if the Packers are going to keep him or move on. I think they'd be wise to keep him, but he's going to have to take a discount to stay. All righty. So then we move on to the Cleveland Browns defense. You got new defensive coordinator, Joe Woods. Uh, looks like he's going to be end up running a 4-3. I'll be double-checking these, trust me, uh, before the draft. Going back through because uh, I, I need to get these coordinators all locked down. I wanted to get them all done up for the draft guide before even getting to the NFL draft just allows me more time to kind of focus on the players and the systems and stuff uh, later in the summer uh, and have that guide out a little bit. I want to kind of get it out a little bit sooner rather than later. I think I'm going to try and get it out first weekend in August if I can this year, but we'll see. Um, defensive line is pretty good. Is you know pretty good. You go Miles Garrett, who today is off his suspension. So he's good to go. Uh, Larry Ngujabi, Sheldon Richardson, and Olivier Vernon. Ugunjabi is the weak link here at D-Tackle on the, on the left side. Um, <clears throat> wouldn't be surprised if they upgrade there. Now they're probably their main focus is going to be in the linebackers. We have a Darius Taylor, uh, Joe Schobert, who is a free agent, and Christian Kirksey. All the backups are terrible, too. 
except for maybe my one of my favorite guys, Sione Takitaki. I don't know if that's the right pronunciation. That's what I go with every time. I'm like, oh, Sione Takitaki. I love it. Love the name. Um, they're going to need to upgrade at corners. Uh, Greedy Williams will probably still end up starting across from Denzel Ward. Um, but I think what the, you're going to see is they're going to try and upgrade at that at that n- slot nickel uh, and try and upgrade up from TJ Carey. I don't think they do it in free agency. I think they do it in the draft. Um, we'll see what happens in there. Uh, uh, free safety Demarius Randall is a free agent. I don't know if they bring him back. Uh, he's a converted corner. They could bring him back, but I mean, they could seriously upgrade right in there. Um, especially, well, yeah, they might keep him because they got a couple of backups at strong safety. Um, to Morgan Burnett that they're going to have to really kind of focus on because Burnett generally cannot stay healthy throughout a whole season. So, yeah, they may they may resign Demarius. The more I look at it, but they'll still focus on safety. But it's not a terrible need if they uh, if Randall does come back. But uh, Pittsburgh Steelers offense. Everything's the same. You got Mike Tomlin with offensive coordinator Randy Fitcher. Weak point for the offensive line is at left guard and center. Now, that could be due to injury um, or just the fact that Ben Roethlisberger wasn't there. So you had teams really kind of running rushing the quarterback as much as possible to try to get at Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges, who I think we can safely assume by their play. And I understand that they're young guys that Pittsburgh is probably going to try and get another quarterback. Um, Unless they really believe in Mason Rudolph or Devlin Hodges, you know, behind that they did pick up, uh, Paxton Lynch and JT Barrett. I don't see either of them uh, following up Ben Roethlisberger. But uh, if Ben goes down again, it's done. It's over. It's over for Roethlisberger. So they need to upgrade. They they definitely need to look at the quarterback position. Um, very much so. Very much so. Um, they employ the fullback. Fullback actually isn't. Eh. I don't mind Nixon Tra- and Edmonds there. They're going to be rated, you know, below average, but uh, definitely is probably something that they will take a look at here. Um, I think. I don't think. I know that they're probably going to go after a running back. So that would definitely be the smart thing because um, unless unless they think that James Conner can, whatever reason, stay healthy for a full season. And I like James Conner. It's just 
I don't know, man. It, James Conner can't stay healthy. Jalen Samuels isn't all that great. Benny Snell is okay. But, I mean, he's not, like, electric. He's not He's not James Conner, and James Conner isn't even elite. So, I think they will take a look at running back probably in the draft. I don't think they're going to pull in a veteran. They're not going to want to pay anybody. Because Connor wants to get paid too, but um, he's got to prove it, especially this year. Uh, wide receivers, uh, they're going to need upgrades be- behind the starters. I think Deontay Johnson and James Washington are okay compliments um, to Juju Smith-Schuster. I just don't think we saw what their full potential is. Now, I think they actually did really good with the whole Rudolph, Hodges, you know, back and forth at starters. I think they did okay. So I'm willing to give them, I'd be willing to give them another year, another shot at it. Um, But definitely backups, you're going to need somebody in there to fill in there. You might see a a more veteran presence in there. Uh, We'll have to see what happens. But... uh, yeah, one thing that I definitely, I don't know how I didn't catch it, but uh, yeah, they'd be wise, really, really wise to. I'll have to take a look at what tight ends are coming out this year, but I, I don't think Vance McDonald is any good. They brought over, you know, they traded for Nick Vanette to fill in. He was injured almost all the rest of the year. He's a free agency. He's he's hitting free agency. He's gone. I mean, upgrade at tight end would just be really key. Now, that would be kind of interesting if Tyler Eifert actually came over here. I wonder if he could get the job done. We know he doesn't do any blocking, but I don't think Vance McDonald really does either. So that's the way I kind of look at it. Pittsburgh Steelers defense was pretty strong across the board. Um, They do have some free agents. Uh, mostly in the linebacking core, um, Bud Dupree, the left out, the left outside linebacker. He's hitting free agency. Uh, they probably be wise to keep him. Uh, you have backup Tyler Matakovic. He's a free agent. Um, I would keep him if they can keep him on the cheap. Now. Devin Bush rated as average, you know, and his backup is Mark Barron, average. Anthony Chikio, uh, average behind TJ Watt. So, I mean, you're not going to move. You're not going to do anything with Devin Bush. I don't think they're going to do anything with uh, Terrell Edmonds in the safety position either. Um, so, mostly if they keep Dupree, then you're just looking at them looking at. Uh, backup linebackers and stuff in the later rounds. Um, You have nose tackle Javon Hargrave. He is hitting free agency too. There'd be wise to keep him um, and kind of build on the growth of that line. Get with, you know, veteran Cameron Hayward there there and Stephen Tuitt. So probably looking at... Um, 
they should keep Hargrave. If they don't, then they definitely need to look. They definitely need to fill that spot right there in the middle because the backups aren't going to get it done. Um, as far as everywhere else on the defense, you're looking at you know the corners played actually pretty well. Steven Nelson stepped up this year, thank God, because if they had fucking Artie Burns in there, it would have been horrible. But um. They're pretty set at corner as far as the starters are concerned. I'd like to see them build up a little bit more depth. Um, same can be said uh, for the backups to Terrell Edmonds and Minka Fitzpatrick. Um, set at starters. Uh, backups, yeah, probably want to keep a little bit of focus there. So that's the AFC. We move over to the NFC here. Uh, we'll start in Chicago. Uh, new offensive coordinator, Bill Lazor. Oh, my God. We saw how that fucking train wreck worked in Tampa. Get the fuck out of here. I don't know why they're doing that. Um, most of the focus, I think, this offseason, at least for the offense, is going to be along the offensive line and at a tight end. Um, Charles Leno just isn't getting it done at left tackle. Uh, Rashad Coward is filling in for now, slated to fill in because Kyle Long has retired. So <clears throat> they really need an offensive guard. Leno might be passable if they fill that offensive guard position. Like I said, I'd like to see them upgrade with Leno, um, but if not, he'd be fine build up offensive line depth outside of that. You get over to the tight end. I think the Trey Burton experiment has failed. Uh, he definitely couldn't stay healthy this last year. And then, you know, they kept rotating in Shaheen, Bronecker, uh, Horse, Jesper Horstead, J.P. Holtz. None of these guys are going to get it done. They just need to fucking clean house at tight end and start all the way the fuck over. If they wanted to keep Adam Shaheen, that'd be fine. I'd be happy with that. It'd be fine. But he's not a long-term solution either. So that's where their focus should be. I'd like to see them. Uh, well, as a Packer fan, I guess I'd, I wouldn't like to see them do this. But uh, they I, they really need to move on from this whole Tariq Cohen thing and give David Montgomery the bulk of the touches. Second year should be getting more and more um, comfortable in the offense. They should be trusting him more. So what that would really mean to me is, you know, take a look at another backup running back, um, maybe a third down back that could take over that Tariq Cohen role um, as a third down back, not Tariq Cohen on first and second down running back. That shit needs to stop. They haven't fully trusted Ryan Nall. I like Ryan Nall. He's a out of or a kid out of Oregon State. Uh, we talked about him. God, was that last year or the year before? The year before, I think. Yeah, that they drafted him. And he finally made it to the active roster. Um, uh, probably one of the reasons why they jettisoned Mike Davis when they had him, but. Um, and then the big question is what they're going to do 
uh, behind Mitch Trubisky. They're going to go into the season with Mitch Trubisky as a starter. You would think that they're going to pull somebody in to light a fire under his ass, much like uh, with Baker Mayfield. Um, but the names that have been kind of ballyhooed about, like, do you re- do the Bears really want to bring in you know Marcus Mariota? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's going to be interesting to see what's what happens in there. You got his backup Chase Daniels, free agent. We'll see what happens there, but uh, yeah, yeah, offensive line definitely for sure they need to focus on. Um. Looking at the Chicago Bears defense, definitely could use an upgrade at the right uh, defensive tackles position with Billy Nichols. Um, That's kind of their weak link right in there, right in front of Roquan's. They need somebody who can take on the blockers and free up, you know, a guy like Roquan Smith who's just, he he can't get away from blockers once he gets engaged, so... Uh, you're set on the outside at linebackers with Mack and Floyd. Uh, we'll see what happens with Danny Trevathan. Um, he's not bad. He's just not great. Uh, it's probably, honestly, I, I, I think Trevathan is weaker than Rokon Smith, but at least Danny Trevathan can shed tackles or uh, shed blockers. So we'll see what happens there. If they keep Trevathan, Trevathan, then you know definitely D tackle is going to be the focus. Um, see what happens at strong safety because you have both Haha Clinton Dix and Deion Bush as free agents. Um, the guy that they really need to keep, though, and I know he was injured this last year, is uh, Sharik McManus. Um, they had him at nickel corner in 2018 and then they brought in a buster screen to fill that role i'd like to see mcmanus get that role back because screen was still doing what his his thing he just he can't fucking cover anybody i don't know what the fuck everybody sees in him but so definitely corner if mcmanus leaves they are really in desperate need to move to get a cornerback, and that actually moves up, I think, over linebacker. But uh, we'll see what happens there. Punter, Patrick O'Donnell, come on, move on. He's not that great. Moving on to Detroit, I uh, still have head coach Matt Patricia, and you have Daryl Bevel uh, for year Daryl Bevel for year two. Might add, but uh, yeah, um, they're going to have an issue, I think, with uh, Graham Glasgow hitting free agency. His backup, Ode Abushi, Abushi. They're both free agents, so and then you, they're going to want to upgrade from probably Ricky Wagner too. Now you could move Ricky Wagner in if you got a good enough offensive tackle in the draft and put him in the put him in at right tackle. Taylor Decker's actually been pretty decent at left. Uh they have their center. I, Joel Dahl's actually been pretty good too. Um 
Yeah, if they upgrade on that right-hand side, that offensive line, they should be really good in a running game. Um, they're going to need they're going to need to upgrade their backups as far as you know wide receivers. You do have Amendola only signed the one-year tender, and then you had Jermaine Curse who actually had signed there too, but he had gotten hurt early in the year, so they're they have a need at slot receiver. They can get somebody good if even if they can get a good you know rookie in there, keep the pressure off Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones, kind of draw away some attention. They're going to be pretty good. Um, you know, of course they're not going to probably bring in another tight end because uh, you got T.J. Hawkinson there, and then is your pass catching tight end, and then Jesse James is your blocking tight end. I mean, they could they could upgrade, but I don't foresee them doing it. I don't think they're going to move on from Jesse James. He's, they're not paying him all that much. Now, I do think they're going to bring in another running back. I think you're going to see carry on. You're going to see – I think Scar- Scarborough did enough um, to warrant him having a shot at the roster. And then J.D. McKissick as kind of a, uh, a third down back role. So I think you're going to see those three. I wouldn't be surprised if they bring in another running back to kind of fight, you know, for positioning in there. Um, I think we saw once Matthew Stafford went down that they really do not have a capable backup in there. Uh, You have Jeff Jeff Driscoll hitting free agency. Uh, Nobody's going to fucking miss you. Um, But David Blau, he was okay, but he's not going to help the team really – win on a consistent basis if something happens to Matthew Stafford. So um, take a look, see if they bring in a veteran in there on the cheap. Otherwise, maybe take a look, see if they do something in the draft Um, because I don't think they're going to ride and die with David Blau and Kyle Slaughter at backups. And Slaughter was brought in later in the year, so it's not like he was actually their guy. Moving on to the defense, same defensive coordinator, special teams. Ooh, you got a new special teams coach and John Bonamago. Let's see what happens there. Um, if he's smart, he's going to get himself a new punter because these guys aren't all that great. Sam Martin, eh, average, average, eh. But I've seen, en- I've seen, <laughs> I've seen enough follies with the Detroit Lions. Uh, punt team that uh yeah they they need to upgrade there get somebody just get another fucking veteran i know this matt matt weil and jack fox i don't know get a name brand guy pay a little bit get a name brand guy but uh main focus should be at linebacker uh you have gerard davis in the middle and then christian jones on the left outside uh, that definitely needs to upgrade. That needs to upgrade almost worse than uh, uh, who was it? It was the um, Cleveland Browns. But uh, yeah, terrible. Devon Cannard, he's okay. I mean, he rated out high, but he's okay. Um, I think you're going to see a lot of focus in there because they were having problems with the run. 
and then it kind of translated <laughs> back into their pass defense. Um, so I think you're going to see upgrades in there. Probably going to see upgrades right in the middle at the, at, at least one of the D-tackle spots. Um, but you'll they're going to need backups too as well. you got Sean Robinson hitting free agency. I say they just fucking let him go. Um, but then you have three three capable backups and Mike Daniels, Jamie Mater, uh, Darius Kilgo that are going to hit free agency right out of there. So definitely I would take a look and see. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them take a starter uh, in the draft because I don't know that there's anybody that they're really going to pay for because they paid a lot to get Damon, to have Damon Harrison and Trey Flowers up there. So they're going to have to do this on the cheap for the most part. Um, safeties, yes, they need an upgrade. I'd like to see them re-sign Tavon uh, Wilson at strong safety. He actually played pretty well. Um, him and Tracy Walker, a pretty good combo there. Um, they will need a, a backup or two. I don't know if they're happy with Will Harris, but and then you got Miles Killebrew hitting free agency. So outside of safety, then you get into the corners. Uh, Darius Slay really regressed. I mean, he's passable, but he regressed really bad. And then you have Jamal Agnew on the other side, um, who's just as bad, who's played just as bad. I mean, Justin Coleman in the slot played about the best as, as anybody did out of that secondary as far as corners are concerned, and he still was average rating. So um, unless they want to move Justin Coleman back up and put somebody else in that slot, um, yeah, they may go corner heavy. Now we're gonna we're not going to know you know, most of these picks until, you know, how many picks these guys have until uh, the compensatories come in, and then I'll get that all filled in. But um, if they can get some cheap corners, they might want to get some cheap corners in free agency. Moving out of the Green Bay Packers, the offense going to stay the same. Matt LaFleur and Nathaniel Hackett. That offensive coordinator, um, first overall need is going to be a wide receiver. Um, <laughs> I mean, you thought it, you thought it was bad last year. Well, now you got Allison, uh, who's going to hit the free agent market. They may be able to resign him for nothing. Um, you'll have Ryan Grant, but Ryan Grant sucks. I never liked him. Um, depends how they feel about MVS. They could move MVS into the slot. They could also do that with Jay Kumaro as well. Um, but overall, they need to do something. They need to spend a, a nice, solid pick or maybe bring in a veteran uh, for that slot role. That would actually be kind of the spot for Danny Amendola if they could bring in a Jermaine Curse on the cheap. Um, but we'll have to see what happens there. Uh, offensive line, I think your starters are going to be pretty much intact. Uh, Lane Taylor rated the worst out of all five. Um, but I don't think they're going to mess around right there. Now, they're going to let Balaga hit hit the market, um, and Balaga's probably going to get a big contract from somebody, so they're going to let him go. So they're probably going to need somebody at that right tackle position. Um, I don't know if 
Billy Turner or Elgin T- Jenkins can actually take that over. Now, they could resign uh, Jared Veld here and move him over there. Um, or even, you know, they have Jason Spriggs, but Spriggs really hasn't been all that great um, in his time in Green Bay. So Veld here makes the most sense if they want to go cheap uh, with their own free agent. Uh, but other than that, if they do that, they're still going to need a lot of backups in here uh, to support this offensive line. Um, I think that's definitely going to be their main focus, considering the fact that you know this team is getting into more of a running team um, and having Aaron Rodgers do more play-action passing, um, more game-manager-style uh type play out of the cornerback position. So um, running back, they should be fine. I don't know if they, they'll have Danny Vitale back. Um, They could focus on another tight end. They may bring Mercedes Lewis back as, you know, somebody who can block. I think this will be the time when they cut Jimmy Graham, save some off that salary cap. Uh, Jay Sternberger, uh, started showing up about playoff time, so you have your pass-catching tight end. I think they're going to get more of their blocking tight end so they can run those jumbo packages and, sh- and uh, stuff like that. But Moving on to the defense, we do know that you can run on the Green Bay Packers. It was a little bit harder to pass. Um, so your outside corners are fine. I don't know if they bring back Tremont Williams for the, for the slot corner spot. Um. They may try to move Josh Jackson back there again and see what happens, but uh, I think Tremano will probably stay. Tremano will probably stay because he's not going to demand a, a high contract in there, but um, probably, I mean, as far as corners, all they really need if they have Williams back is really just depth guys uh, to fill in behind Kevin King and uh, Shire Alexander. Um, their main focus will be at middle linebacker. <clears throat> I know everybody likes Blake Martinez, but he's not that good. Um, anybody can get tackle stats. I'm sorry. It just is what it is. He's probably going to command a lot of money, and I don't think that they should pay him. So focus on inside linebacker. Not only for Blake Martinez, I think they need to get they they need to move off this Oren Burks experiment because it's not working. I do like B.J. Goodson, um, uh, but he is a free agent, so man, they could they could they could really save a lot of money by just bringing back B.J. Goodson. I'd like to see B.J. Goodson actually step up in the starter role and then. Uh, Packers actually bring in either a veteran inside linebacker, not really too many good ones out there, or get a whole new, you know, spend a high draft pick on there. But they need to shut down this run. And that's kind of where it starts right in there. Now, D, you could look at DN and D tackle, uh, not moving Kenny Clark right out of the middle. I, you're not going to move Dean Lowry out either. Um, so, really, it's right where Tyler Lancaster and Kingsley Kiki is. Um, that's where they're 
their main focus will be. So inside linebacker and then uh, whether they call this lefty defensive end or lefty tackle, um, that's where their focus, most of their focus is going to be. They do need somebody to back up Darnell Savage uh, a little bit better in case he gets hurt like he did this last year. All right, last team, Minnesota Vikings. New offensive coordinator, Gary Kubiak. Oh, wait. He always was there. Still had to highlight it in green. They're going to run the same style of offense. Running backs, you're good. Um, probably re-sign Sean Mannion to back up Kirk Cousins again. Uh, it's not that time yet, I don't think, for them to start looking at uh, quarterbacks. Uh, along the offensive line, you're looking at probably upgrading at center. I'm not huge Garrett Bradbury fan, um, so it's it's going to go one of two ways: you either get another center in there, or you're going to get another offensive guard in there to back him up, or build up from Pat Eflin or Josh Klein. I don't know. I mean, their backups are shit. The only weak spot is is that center position. You could just, you know, rush right up the middle on them. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do. But really, like I said, it's really the offensive line that's all they really need. They don't need any tight ends. Um, maybe build on the wide receiver depth, hopefully, you know, get – get another guy in there, and then they don't have to bring back Laquan Treadwell. That'd be the great thing. <laughs> um, moving on to the defense, you got uh, dual defensive coordinators. You got uh, uh, Mike Zimmer's kid, uh, Adam Zimmer, and Andre Patterson. They're splitting duties. So... We'll see how well that works out. I'm not really, I don't know. I don't know. If you get two coordinators, if you get two guys for the same coordinator position, that's a lot of headbutting. But, all right, we get into here. Let's start in the secondary first on this one because their secondary went to complete shit. And they need to start under, They need to start realizing that Xavier Rhodes is not nearly as good as what they're paying him. So, I'd much rather see, I'd much rather see him, you know, keep you know Marcus Sherrills, who they brought in. Uh, they definitely need to keep Mackenzie Alexander in the slot. I don't think they can move Alexander up to, you know, one of the side corners. Um, I'm a little bit higher on Trey, Trey Waynes than everybody else. I don't think he's that terrible. Um. But he does need safety help, and that's kind of the problem. Um, so, yeah, maybe they do move on from Trey Waynes. I'll take Trey Waynes in Green Bay, actually. I'll take him as a slot corner. Um, they could look into They're They're going to have to focus on their safeties because you have Anthony Harris, Andrew Sandejo, and J. Ron Curse all hitting free agency. <coughs> So outside of Harrison Smith, who they're paying a lot of money to, um, they're going to be really hurting for death back here unless they do something. So 
we'll see what happens in free agency. I think they keep, you know, a couple of these guys. I don't think they have to pay, you know, an exorbitant amount of money. Um, or they could hit this up in the draft. But So we move from the safeties to move up to the linebackers. Uh, Kendricks, solid in the middle. Anthony Barr kind of slipped this year, but uh, I don't I don't see them replacing them. So you're looking at some linebacker depth that we need in here, if not a full replacement for Ben Gideon. Um, at left, you know, outside linebacker. We'll see what happens. He's not terrible either, though. But definitely need some depth, especially if they let Kentrell Brothers hit free agency um, this season. Uh, defensive line, mostly looking at backups across that line. Um, they do have Stephen Weatherly, who is a backup to Donald Hunter. Um, he's hitting free agency, but... So you got Hunter, you got Linval Joseph. Sharmer Steven is the weak spot. You got Everson Griffin on the outside. So they'll probably take a look at D-tackle. Um, but I think they can survive. I think they can survive with what they have. You know, they probably need another backup if Weatherly hits free agency. But um, secondary, secondary is definitely the most important spot. Um it's the most important spot for him. And then linebacker and then D-line. So, yeah, that's a run-through for the uh, current depth charts that I have for the AFC North and the NFC North. So not really anything else that we need to go over, but uh, I thank you for listening. And uh, I hope you enjoy those new XFL spreadsheets that I sent out. Uh, hopefully that makes sense. If not, go ahead and hit me up on Twitter or go ahead and hit me up in the full-time fantasy uh, DFS Slack chat. But until next time, which will be Friday, where we go over XFL, I'll talk to you guys later.